The Jan Price Show, all about movies. You're listening to The Jan Price Show, all about movies. And today, my guest is acclaimed, award-winning actress, Sonia Smits. And I'm so looking forward to talking with her about this wonderful movie entitled Better Days. Welcome to the show, Sonia. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure having you here. I love Joan Carr Wiggins, who has written and directed this film. And she's been on my show two other times. I just adore her work. And I want to get into a deep dive into to working with her, but how did you come to this project with her? Well, actually, I was fortunate enough that Joan approached me with this particular project in mind and saying that she would like me to do it. So I thought, okay. So that was the start. <laughs> and then I read the script and it was pretty mind blowing how full the role was that she had written, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, it's your movie. It's your movie. Mm-hmm. And you give a really riveting performance in this film. You have so many different emotions that you go through throughout this movie. And I just, I loved it. I just love this movie. I, You know, that's why I like Joan, because she writes movies for mature women, basically, <laughs> And men also, but you know, it's always written from a, a female perspective. And this one is a really good one for so many women who are going through what your character went through. So the audience knows a little bit more about what Better Days is about. Why don't you give us a brief synopsis of the movie, Sonia? Well, the movie really starts out with the character of Kate. Kate talking to the audience and saying, okay, this is what happened in my life. No, don't start here. Let's start there. And And it follows, really, her husband's death, sudden, unexpected death. And it follows her through her rather unpredictable stages of grief and coping with the sudden loss of her husband and ultimately how how she should behave or or shouldn't behave (laughs) going through that. I love it because so many things are unexpected, you know, in this Mm -hmm. film. Joan, again, you know, didn't fall into any of the traps that one could have with this particular uh, character, for sure. For you, what was the most difficult part of portraying Kate in this film? Well, I think for me, almost in it, in a in a practical sense, because there's such a scope with the role and some of the behavior that Kate indulges in, for lack of a better word, is is pretty kind of out there. And so, I guess for me, the most difficult thing, but in a way, ultimately, was not so difficult because I just decided to, to trust Joan to tell me is basically it's gonna to not be afraid to kind of go for it in mm-hmm. all its strangeness and eccentricities and extremes really emotion, right? Right, right. Yeah. So you trusted, you you had a lot of trust with her as a yeah, director. Yeah, you had to kind of hand it over, but I figure Joan wrote it, and I've seen her other films, and, and to your point, she writes beautifully, which is very rare yes. for mature women, and it's not cliched or on point. There's always kind of nice surprises about, you know, how her characters behave, which is not necessarily the way you're expected to behave, and there's something freeing in that. Definitely. Definitely. There's something de- very definitely freeing in that. But I think it, because she writes like real life. I mean, these are the kinds of things that would happen in real life for many. I mean, I don't know about everything in the film, but, um, 
<laughs> but certainly a great deal of it is, you know, mm-hmm. what one might do after a loss of their the love of their life after mm-hmm. many, many years. And, you know, so suddenly and tragically that you never know how someone's going to respond and react to it. But I love it because it is a film of self-discovery, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. learning more about who we are through our grief, mm-hmm. how we can come through that in a different way. Yeah, and in, in this character's case, in Kate's case, she got married quite young. Children and had a career and, and never planned on this happening, as we often don't. So it's a, it's not in the loss of her husband, but it's like, well, now what? What am I without him? I sort of, for the first time really as an adult, I have a change in the structure of my life and what do I do with that? Exactly. And she does some pretty wild things. <laughs> I love the fact that she would just go to the woods and scream. So, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's it's interesting because I had a friend who was have a friend who was recently widowed, and she saw the film, and I was worried about. It. She's maybe about four years ago or something. Still, it's pretty recent because it was a long time. She's got adult children, and but and I thought how and she's been grieving a lot. Mm-hmm. This, this mm-hmm. person, this this friend, and I thought, but she loved the movie. And and she said, I scream. I go out in nature and I scream. It's like, good. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, true. yeah, I would imagine it would be. I mean, because you're probably overwhelmed, I'm sure, mm-hmm. when something like that happens. And again, unexpectedly. How was that freeing for you as an actress? And how many takes did that take? Because you did it in the film. It's quite a few times in the it's film. Quite a few, but, well, because of the nature of of the film, which was, you know, not a huge budget film, you kind of went for it. Plus, we were shooting in the winter outside, and it was cold, so you kind of got it right, as as right as you could the first or second time. (laughs) I saw that. I said, that's snow, and you're up in Canada, and you're filming in Canada. Not warm. (laughs) No. I was like, I'm thinking that was like, oh my God, she must be freezing when she's doing this. But that's, you know, the joy of filmmaking, right? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Now, you've done, you've had a prolific career. You've done many things, and we'll dive into that a little bit further, too. But have you ever carried a film like this? Because you are, as I said, it's it's Mm -hmm. you. It's all you in this film. And and you go through so many different emotions. Have you, in the past, had to carry a movie like this before? Yes, I have, but it's been a, a number of years. And I got a bit of a break because someone played my younger, I played sort of from 18 to 50, but I didn't play the (laughs) (laughs) 16-year-old. I was pushing it. So that was a film I was very proud of. It was called Diviners, and it was Margaret Lawrence, who's one of our top Canadian writers. And uh, it followed a woman through her journey of her life, yeah. Okay, so, so similar. So you've done, yeah. you've gone through this process before. Then for sure, you've worked with David Cronenberg, and yes. what, you know, a great director. And he, you're in one of his cult classics. I correct. Am. You're in Videodrome. Videodrome. <laughs> it's so funny because it's obviously a classic. Because I did that when I was in my mid twenties. Oh my goodness! And now I have a horse. I was in a stable, and somebody said, "Oh, could you please? My son loves." The- is a huge fan. He's he's 25 and he's a huge fan of, of, of video dramas. Like, really? Like, so now, how many years later, other 25 year olds, my daughter's boyfriend did his thesis on, on my movie before he met me. Oh my so goodness. 
He did his thesis on Videodrome. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Go figure that one. They're not together anymore. Oh. <laughs> well, we won't dive into that. No, no, no. It's pretty amazing, though. No. And you also worked with the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman, who yes, died yeah, way too so soon. A tragic, yeah, tragic. And that was owning Mahoney. So what was it like? I just, he was so brilliant in everything he did. What was it like working with him? Well, it was just so wonderful because he was, he's obviously such a brilliant actor. Yes, and yes. so it was just a privilege to work in some scenes with him. And he was very sort of sweet because before we started, he just talked to me and said, sort of, this is the way I work and I will not be, basically, he'll be sort of, because his character was someone who kind of kept to himself and was doing sort of nefarious sort of things. So he said, it's, it's sort of, it's nothing personal, but this is what I'll be doing. And I, th- I said, okay, thank you. I completely respect that and go for it. He was, he was beautiful in it. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Gone too soon, as I said. You yeah. Know, just a absolutely. wonderful actor. Absolutely. Yeah. How was it in this film, talking to the fourth wall? There was something quite wonderful. Again, I was concerned about that. I thought, I've never done that in film. You know, it's, uh, never done that. But I came from the theater. I started off in the theater, so perhaps that helps a bit to sort of Mm, is that sort of almost like talking to the audience? Well, it's talking to the audience, right? Right. right, right. And uh, it was quite a wonderful process because, in a real way, because of the way she's addressing the camera, it really is um, a live process. It's not sort of really so much saying that happens, it's almost sort of thinking it through almost to herself, trying to figure it out. So it's an active kind of address to camera. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not a, and then this happened and that happened and that happens. Like, did it? There's there's a whole bunch of quite interesting kind of thought processes, I think, through that, that Joan constructed, which is quite cool. Yeah. I agree. I loved it. I, I just thought it yeah. was just, it, it just was perfect the way it was done. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it, yeah, it was, a, it was a great way to, Exactly what you just said, you know, find out what she was really thinking, how she really felt, you know, and, and then, you know, feeling like the bringing the audience in mm-hmm. to her yeah. secret world, her thoughts, you know, what she her processing and what she was going through. So uh, I thought it was a brilliant use of, of, of the fourth wall in this particular movie. Yeah, and, and we do. We, we censor ourselves all the time, mm-hmm. don't we? And especially, I think... Well, in public or in social situations, but even with people that we love, you know, like in her case with her children, you know, you contain your thoughts, you know, you don't necessarily, thank God, sometimes say what you actually are thinking. <laughs> like, are you an idiot? You know, <laughs> they don't? Like, really? I do. <laughs> it's like, I am tempering myself. So it was, it was quite wonderful uh, device. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. So, had you had you ever worked with Joan before? How did you, you know? You said she get, no, brought the script I, to you. Had you ever worked with her before? I had. I had not. I had not. But uh, I admire some of the other films that that she has done. And and to your point, when you when you were, when we started this conversation, there are so 
few roles for mature women that actually have something to them, you know, that actually, you know, ride a wave and go through processes and, 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 and changes and evolve. And, and it was just a, a pleasure. And she writes that. So she, yeah, yeah she did. And she came into this later in life. I find that, you know, that, mm-hmm. and she's very prolific, right? Yeah. I mean, she's very novelist, prolific. Yeah. She's a, yeah. a a prolific filmmaker. I think, as I said, she's been on the show twice before, and I feel like yeah. every year or so, there's a new film that she has oh, yeah. out. She's, she's she's tiny, but she doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she. I hope I I love what she does. I can't wait to see what she does next. And as I said, I love this film, Better Days, for sure. Oh, uh, it for you. Uh, what what. What made you decide to become an actress? Is that so, something you always wanted to do? Or well, you were a young, young when you were an actress, right? When you first started, yes, as an actress, you said you were six or something. You were a child. No, I did. I didn't start. That was somebody else. No, I was no. somebody else who's yeah. six. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't. But no, I I grew up in the country and I had a great imagination and spent a lot of time in my imagination. As a lot of children do and kind of just always wanted to be an actor though nobody in my family was I but and I think the first time I saw a live performance it was a country kind of place I was just transfixed I just I just loved it so it was just a matter of figuring out how I go about and do that (laughs) figuring that part out but it's something I always wanted to do. Yeah. Was it was it difficult the journey? To, because it, you know it seems like it's a, it can be incredibly difficult to break into uh, this well, industry. Of, of, of course, yes, of course it is. You know, and you have your ups and downs, and you things go well, and then you hit a dead space, and you have to figure out how to do uh, how to deal with that. I remember working on a a TV movie, and a more veteran actor, you know, talked to me, and his words stayed with me. He said. Sonia, it's not what you do when you're working so much that will ensure if you survive as an actor. It's what you do when you're not working. Because it's very hard to keep your spirits up, to keep your creativity up, to pay the rent, you know, whatever it is. So how do you keep that? How do you keep that going? And his, he, he was very helpful, those, those words to me when I was going through times where you go, okay, yeah. I'm not. I'm not striking. <laughs> so, but it's uh, it's worked out for me. That's so. great. That's great. Well, you've done an awful lot of television as well yeah. as film work. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's. T- what's the for you? Which do you prefer doing a television series? Because you were on quite a few television yeah. series in Canada. Yeah, I, yeah, I did a number of uh, series. Um, I like. I mean, what's nice about doing a film or kind of a one-off or doing a play is is you kind of get to focus on that and that sits and that's done right you can mm-hmm. just focus on that and then you know for people who are easily distracted like myself maybe then you get something else come up but doing serious work is very uh hard work because it's constant right mm-hmm. and yeah. it's sustained it's like a marathon right but uh but there's something nice about building that throughout the season or seasons. Like, you know, one thing I did, I was 85 episodes. You can wow. really kind of get to 
live in that world and 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 explore that and it's a different relationship with the audience too because it's it's not a one-off you're kind of build a loyalty or whatever with your viewers a relationship that's over time but i think i i mean i'm someone who's like i said i started in the theater i've done television i've done theater i've done done movies so they all bring something different to it sometimes it's nice just to do one little thing and you just go just focus on that and then that's it that's done, right yeah. yeah yeah do you have a preference uh between the three do you prefer the theater um, over a film or film over television or i think for me it's always been either uh that the part's wonderful and you say okay this is actually a, an interesting part this is something i can do something with uh, or or it's that the people involved are interesting. Mm-hmm. You go, okay, I don't know quite where this is going. Like going back to, to Videodrome, for instance, you know, David Cronenberg is a very um, uh, director with specific sort of tastes and, and uh, qualities to his work. And I didn't understand what the movie was about when I read the script, but I knew I had to do it because I just thought okay there's something wonderful and strange and fabulous here so I but I don't quite understand it but I want to be a part of whatever that is hmm. so sometimes it's it's the overall sometimes it's part sometimes it's the overall kind of project and the people yeah what was it like working with him with David Cronenberg uh, he's just a lovely kind thoughtful man it's like crazy and deborah harry was in it too and that was kind wow. of fun because there were scenes that were now deleted they didn't make the final film where deborah harry and i were in the same kind of outfits like we were kind of doppelgangers to each other you know it's like the height of a combo me and deborah harry thank you <laughs> They didn't make the final cut. Oh, no. <laughs> Have they done a, a, a director's cut now and added Maybe. those back in <laughs> for the next generation? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to watch this film, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. How, how long was the shoot for Better Days? It was, you know, I don't remember. It was just, but it was very, very quick. It was quick because it's a small budget because Joan wants to make her movies and she does them and does it on a, you know, with a lot of restrictions in terms of budget. So she really contains them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I can't even remember. I probably blocked it out because it wasn't that much time at all. And, of course, because we were shooting during COVID. I was going to ask you. Okay. Yeah. We shut down halfway through. Oh. Okay. Which is shut down. Everybody was getting sick. I ended up getting it too. COVID. And then we were off for three weeks. Then we went back again. And, uh finished it up so it was kind of a short amount of shooting but it was a bit spread out because of the interruptions did you yeah. find having that break in between even though it wasn't planned and probably haven't really done that through other films i would think do you think that was no. a benefit having a little break do you think that um make, gave well, you more time with the character to discover her more come up with new things I think probably to recover <laughs> cover and have the energy to go back okay so you really got covid badly all right yes. <laughs> bad covid 
Yeah. <laughs> Not a mild case or anything. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. No, okay. it was, um, and just to recover from, from that kind of a demand because it was a fast shoot and I'm in every scene. So, yes. you know, you're, ha- you're having to t- perform at a very, uh, you know, at a, a high level of intensity, just energy wise, right? Yeah. And I'm not 25 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> What was it like working with your co-star? Uh, is it was it Dean Armstrong, your love interest? Dean, yeah. Dean was great. He was such a nasty. Oh my god, he was so perfect. He was scared me. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it was fun. All the actors, they were. It was just, it was great, and it was nice having you know, it was nice just to be able to bounce right. because that, that's what I like, you know. The, most about acting, like normally I would never like the idea of doing a one-person show, forget about it. Like, I like the interaction, mm-hmm. you know, so so they react to other actors. It was, it was a delight, yeah. All, yeah. all of those kids that you yeah. were with, too, were a lot yeah. of fun, I'm yeah. sure, too. Yeah, so. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah some was, fun scenes there, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's, sure. what's Joan's style as a director? She's interesting. It's very interesting because because she's a writer, and that's where she mm-hmm. comes uh, background from. Is a novelist, you know, uh, uh, writer, and then she wrote the screenplay, which is dense, 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 wording wise, and just mm-hmm. do do do. But then, when you get on the set with her as a director, then she says, "Oh, can make it your own." It's like, what do you mean? Like don't don't worry. It's like what are you talking about? She said, "Oh, forget the writer." You know, <laughs> what are you talking about? Forget the writer. You are the writer. She has a kind of uh, was interesting, and I don't know. If she did that just to you know make me feel more comfortable or make it my own. So I made very few changes. But if I wanted to make you know a, a little adjustment to have it have it sit better, she was perfectly cool with that and so and she's very kind very thoughtful very very um you know organized mm-hmm. which again you have to be right and very deliberate like the the mise-en-scene the way the way she shot it all that kind of like an old you know 50s movie or whatever with the flat across right you see the action happen right not a lot of intercutting and stuff right. like that and when we were doing it, I thought, I don't know how this is going to work. There's, you know, it's not the way I'm used to. I'm used to a lot of coverage, a lot of cameras coming around the other way. But this was very mise-en-scene, like, you know, kind of open like a stage almost. But again, I've had people who have said they loved it because you could. It's like what I love about the theater. If you have, you know, a couple of people in a scene, you can... As an audience member, you can sort of, I know, direct, I want to look at, it's like you're a fly on the wall and you mm-hmm. can kind of direct your eye where you want it to go and catch little things. It gets, uh, it's an interesting style choice, yeah. and I think it worked. It this. is. Yeah. Well, I lo- Better Days is just a wonderful film. You are amazing in it. Uh, everybody seek it out. It's available now on VOD, is that correct? And where yeah. else can people see it, Sonia? I think it's 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 VOD in, in, in the States, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, everybody check out Better Days. It's a wonderful film to watch. Uh, it really is. And it, it it's 
Yeah, it's just a really great movie, and your performance again was wonderful. So thank you so much for thank being you. back on Thanks the show. So thank yeah. you. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. To all my wonderful, loyal listeners, your love of film allows me to do what I do. If you want to support me, the best way to do that is to hit the subscribe button on the iHeart Podcast Network, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, on YouTube. Subscribing matters. If you are feeling really compelled, I want to hear from you. Have a burning question, comment, or review? Drop me an email at thejampriceshow.com. Thank you for listening. The Jan Price Show, all about movies. 